from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Hope you're having yourselves a tremendous Friday morning. I woke up here in central New York, and there was more snow than when I went to bed. So yesterday was the first official snowfall because the snow actually stuck. I woke up this morning, and there was more snow that stuck on top of the snow that stuck. So now it just looks like winter. And the weirdest thing about it is, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm like this. Once it snows and it like and it sticks and it's there, I just kind of wake up like that's how it's been for months. You know, I'm like, oh, it's winter now. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, even though I've seen the warm weather and even though Wednesday for, for the lady's birthday was absolutely beautiful, you know, I, I still, I, when I see the snow, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's winter now. And so like Wednesday just seems like a distant memory and I'm just like, okay, it's winter. Where I'm ready for winter now. We're into where you know it's it, it just as soon as it hits, my body just kind of accepts it. And I guess some people do and some people don't. But as I tell people all the time, if you live in upstate New York and you hate the snow and you complain about the snow, you should probably move because I have this weird suspicion that it's not going to stop snowing. But that's just me, you know, and that's just my belief. But yeah, so <laughs> if you don't like snow, I don't really know what you're doing up here. But but that's. That's reality here. It snows, folks. So happy Friday morning. Happy TGIF. You woke up with a little bit of snow on the ground. The funny thing about this snow is if this snow happened in North Carolina, everything would be closed right now. People would be shut in looking out the window thinking that it's like an alien invasion. And I know that because and I suspect that I should say, because when I uh, had gone down to Princeton, North Carolina, there was about three inches on the ground, not even three inches on the ground. You could kick it with your foot. It was a dusting. It wasn't even sticking. It was there, but it was just kind of like moving about. It was more windy than anything. And they shut down the airport and they shut down everything. And everybody's inside going, what do we do? What do we do? I was like, uh, we continue on our lives. You can move the snow with your baby toe. I think it's time to move on. But it's just funny how different places react because, you know, we, we, we're, you become used to your environment, right? So your environment and our environment as central and upstate New Yorkers is when there's two feet of snow, we go to work. So when there's three inches of snow and the whole world stops, we don't really understand it. Although I do love that, right? Imagine if there was three inches of snow up in central New York and we all got a day off from work. Because everything is relative. We would love that. See, I don't get a day off at work because I own my own business. So I have to take the day off. I have to ask my boss for it and I have to wait and see what he says. But besides that, you know, if you get a snow day, snow days are awesome. Enjoy your snow days. I look forward to enjoying other people's snow days when they're like, hey, man, got a snow. You know, like when someone's like, hey, I got a snow day today. What do you want to do? I'm like, yes. So, I mean, I feel like I can live vicariously through other people as long as I get all my work done. So that's good, you know. I like that other people get snow days still. But happy Friday morning. Happy November 8th. I can't believe it's in November already. I can't believe that we're heading toward 
Thanksgiving, and then, you know, we just had Halloween, we're heading toward Thanksgiving, Hanukkah's coming up, and Christmas, it's all, it's all coming up, Ramadan, it's all around the corner, so happy everything going on this morning, hope you're having yourselves a tremendous week and having some fun this week, we have plenty coming up on today's show on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, we are here with you on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT. We're also hanging out with you on the internet streaming radio airwaves, which you can join for free and become a member. Membership has its privileges. My members can chat in the live chat room with me exclusively. Nobody else can. You got to be a member to do it. And you get emailed every t- every single time the show goes live. So all you have to do is click on your email and you're listening straight into the live feed. So if you'd like to become a member, which why wouldn't you? You go to mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. That's mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, where some of you are listening this morning, and you can become a member today, so make sure that you do that. And for those of you on Facebook Live, make sure you like the page at wakeupcalldt here on Facebook. That's at wakeupcalldt. DT, that's our official page, and you are once again watching and listening on facebook.com backslash live now DT. So I hope you're all having yourselves a great and tremendous day today, and hopefully it started off the way that you wanted it to. If it didn't, then I hope that it changes for the better and that everything works out. So don't ever give up on your day and don't ever give up on yourself. Remember that. So with that being said, let's hop right into it. We got a jam-packed show proudly here with you and, and introduced to you this morning by Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. They proudly bring you what's popping every single broadcast Monday through Friday, letting you know what's coming up on the show. And so we're going to start off with the annoying moment of the week, proudly presented by Carvel DeWitt. Then we'll get into my Syracuse one-on-one interviews. Those will be featured in the segment, Significant Soundbites. You'll hear my Q&A with Dino Babers right before the bye week. You'll also hear my one-on-one conversation with nose tackle Josh Black and running back Mo Neal today around 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That'll start. And then we'll get into the top dog of the week, where I will present our top dog, Proudly brought to you by Canine Camp Dog Daycare and Canine Camp Ground. I'll be crowning my top dog of the week in central New York, so make sure that you listen in for that. And then we'll get into my one-on-one conversation in hour number two at 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time with Rob Drummond. Rob will be joining me to speak on the disconnect between Syracuse's football program and the local high schools, the problem that creates, the problem that arises, and the players that are excelling across the country at other schools and how crazy that is. So we'll get into all of that in today's broadcast. So plenty coming up. A ton of you have jumped on the live feed to listen and to watch this morning. So thank you so much for that. Cannot thank you enough for being a part of the show. So much appreciation and a God bless to that. And with that being said, we're going right into the annoying moment of the week this morning. And I'm about to have some fun with this one because it was election week. And with it being election week, you know, I, ex- I expect I expect something out of our system. You know, I expect something out of the election process that we don't always get. And with that being said, we're going to go into the annoying moment of the week so that I can talk about it. So here is the annoying moment of the week, proudly presented by Carvel DeWitt. Dan Tortora proudly brings you... Is that for real? 
Are you kidding me? The annoying moment of the week. I, I really honestly, I don't know how to respond to this. Presented by Carvel DeWitt. 4322 East Genesee Street. It's what happy tastes like. Do you have to be that crazy? I guess so. <laughs> The annoying moment of the week for this week here on November 8th for this first full week of November. My annoying moment of the week is the way that some people have handled the election system. And good morning to everybody here, to everybody that's watching and listening. Uh, Kristen, Michael, Bob, Apri, uh, Joey, Carol, Mike C, Jeff, Jeff L, Bradley, Matt, Kevin, Mark, Roosevelt Bowie, who played for Syracuse, Roosevelt Bowie Jr. here this morning, Alan, Mike, O, everybody that's on here, thank you so much for being a part of the broadcast. Much love to those of you that are watching and to those of you that are listening. So the annoying moment of the week this week is the election process, how, how some people handle the election process, okay? And what I mean by that is when you're running for office, I think you should get docked votes for negative campaigning. I think every negative mailer you put out there, you should get docked to vote for that. Because I don't want to hear how much you hate your opponent, how much your opponent is garbage, how much your opponent, you know, did this and did that. You know, when he was in third grade, he, you know, accidentally, you know, peed his pants in gym class. I don't want to hear about any of that. I want clean, honest campaigning. And I, I love the fact that, that we get to vote in this country. And if you don't, I really think you should. Because it's it's important to vote. It's important to go out there. It's important to vote. It's important to make your vote heard. Okay, so that's 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 of the essence. And I think that if you don't go out and vote, then you know you're doing yourself a disservice, and you're doing the people that work so hard to get us all a vote a disservice. So, with that being said, make sure you go out and vote. But so, the way that some people handle their campaigns is so disgusting, and it's ridiculous. And the thing is, in our society. If you sling truth or if you sling facts, people are going to believe what they want to believe. So even if you put out a lie and it's refuted with factual evidence, some people may always believe it or it may always stay on their mind and they may always remember it. Oh, you're that guy that they said stole money. Oh, you're that guy that they said cheated on his wife. Oh, you're that woman that they said didn't pay her taxes. You know, even if it's refuted, people sometimes remember the juicy, right? The dirt. So that's something that I'm very frustrated with in our society is that when people are running for office and then sometimes just in general, you're putting negativity out there, you're putting hate out there, and for what reason? And if you lose, how do you show your face again? And if you win, how do you govern? You know, I would be very wary of somebody winning an election being so disgusting and distasteful and then them representing me and what I want in my ideals, because I'm a morals-driven person, I'm a values-driven person, I'm a faith-driven person, I'm a God-driven person, I may do unto others as you would have done unto yourself type of person. So if you back a bully, if you back a, someone who spreads a lot of hate, who spreads a lot of lies, a lot of negativity, if you back, essentially, the bull in the china shop, then why would you want that person to represent you? And that's the thing that I don't like about politics is how people run smear campaigns. And you forget, these people's moms are reading these, dads are reading these, wives, husbands are reading these, kids are reading these. You really want your kid? I mean, I heard that there was a, there, there was a child 
whose parent was running against another parent who went to school. Little girl, a little girl who was bullying the little girl of the person that her parent was running against. Literally going after this girl and hurting her feelings because she saw her parent do it. So she was doing it. Oh, my daddy says that your mommy's blah, 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 blah. And then she's up in her face. Like you're literally teaching generational hate by doing this stuff. And why? You know, generational hate has done what? It's kept prejudice in our country. It's kept prejudice in our world. It's kept racism in our world. It's kept sexism in our world. You know, what, what does generational hate do for anybody? It doesn't protect anybody. It doesn't save anybody. It doesn't help anybody. So for me this morning to give you the annoying moment of the week as we always jump off our Friday broadcast with it, my best thing to tell you for the annoying moment of the week is if you run a dirty campaign, chances are I could care less about what the hell are you running for and what the heck you care about. Because if you speak about somebody that way, you know what that makes me think? Is that how you're going to govern? Are you going to bully people? Are you going to hurt people? And some people, well, that's a good thing, man. It's good if you have a bully. It's not good if you have a bully. When is a bully ever proved to be good? Well, you know, what about when we were in a war? And what about, you know, when we were fighting for our freedom and da 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 da? I don't consider those people bullies. I consider the people trying to oppress the people that were trying to protect us as bullies. You know, I guess everything's relative and you can, you know, make any any piece of poop look like it's a Snickers and that it's not poop. But the reality of it all is it's poop. So, you know, I, I think that if you run a clean campaign and you do things the right way, I saw people win this year that ran clean campaigns. I saw people actually become victorious that had smear campaigns against them, distasteful, disgusting things that were stressing people out hurting people, adding so much on top of already stress, not caring about someone's feelings, not caring about someone's family, not caring about someone's circumstances, not caring about what the stress was doing to the people that they were putting it on. And those people lost. Those people who ran a disgusting campaign, they lost. They lost. And you know what? I'm happy they lost. I am. And that's not me wishing bad on anyone. I'm not wishing bad on anybody. I'm happy that negativity and hate didn't win because sometimes it feels like it always wins and it didn't win this time. Somebody who went out there and tried to hurt someone over and over and over and over and over again, it didn't work. It didn't work. And I'm happy it didn't work because this world is better off without having those people representing us. So again, that's not me wishing bad on anybody. It's a reality. And it's the annoying moment of the week this week because this was election week. So, you know, we can really kind of dive into it. But it doesn't matter who you voted for. You know, it's just to me, if you voted for someone because they told you that their opponent had a third nipple or their opponent, you know, like I said, wet their pants in school, their opponent did this or their opponent, or even if they said something big, their opponent stole money or their opponent, you know, lied or they don't pay their taxes or this, that, and the other, or they backed Hillary Clinton and they know that, you know, the people in their community don't like Hillary Clinton or they backed Donald Trump because they know the people in the community didn't like, don't like Donald Trump. If things come out and the things that they're saying aren't even true, you know, then what do you do? I mean, are you proud of yourself if you listen to that? And that's why I tell people all the time, do your research. Do your own research. If you're going to go out and vote, know who you're voting for. 
Don't call your dad and say, Dad, who are you voting for? I'll just vote for who you're voting for. Don't call your mom and say, hey, mom, who should I vote for? Don't say, well, I'm a Republican, so I'm just going to vote Republican. Vote for the people, or I'm Democrat, I'm just going to vote Democrat. Vote for the people that are, uh, that are going to do right by our community. Because what I saw in this election is that some political, it didn't even matter what political party was running. It mattered the people that were running. And for once in my life, in 34 years, I can honestly say that I saw people win campaigns that had nothing to do with parties. I saw people win campaigns by responding to hate with positivity, by continuing to care about the community that they love, and never stooping to somebody else's level. I saw good people win this year. I saw good, honest people win this year. Going through hate, going through negativity, and going through enough stuff in their personal life that they didn't need to deal with anybody else's stuff, but they were still dealing with that. And they never gave up, and they never gave in, and they never backed down to a bully. And I appreciate that. It's just my hope that someday in our political system, we would stop spending money telling people how much you should hate somebody else, and you should start spending money on actually helping our community thinking about the things that we need as a people. Because do we really need someone who's going to scream in office and be negative and hateful and derogatory? I don't need that in office representing me. I need somebody in office who's going to help things. You know, you look at somebody who has a, a platform for how they're going to fix Great Northern Mall, right? Or somebody who has had a track record of consistently fixing our roads and, and lowering our taxes. Or you look at the community that you live in, and is it one of the best communities to live in in the country? Is it one of the best communities to live in in New York State, for those of us here in central and upstate New York? Have our taxes been lowered? Have people made promises? Are the people that are in office right now, what have they done? Okay, well, they served four terms. So how were those terms? What did they do? How did they do it? How did they go about it? I researched people. Before I went into that voting booth, I researched the people that were on the ballot and to the best of my ability, and I missed one person and I felt bad about that because there's one person who I didn't get to really see what they stood for, but I looked up so many different people voting or running for different things. And I did not vote for people who ran smear campaigns and I did not vote for people who spread hate and I did not vote for people who put their noses in places they shouldn't be. Because when have you ever had a good friend that you trusted with your dog or with your kids or with your life who was one of those people that was a giant gossiper who was really negative, who was constantly stressing out and talking about other people? If you spend your life talking about other people, you know what that tells me? It tells me you haven't done anything in your life that you think is worth merit. And when I say talking about other people, I'm not saying you, you spend your life like praising other people. If you're gossiping about other people and that's how you're spending your day, you're telling me that you don't have enough going on in your life. And when you talk about your opponent and you attack your opponent and attack your opponent and attack your opponent and attack your opponent to the point where that's what you become known for, you know what that tells me? You don't know what you're running for. You're just running for your ego. You're just running to win. You're just running to put another feather in your cap. Because I want to talk about the issues. I want to talk about the families. I want to talk about people that are homeless. I want to talk about health care. I want to talk about Social Security. I want to talk about 
our roads. I want to talk about our communities. I want to talk about safety. I want to talk about keeping businesses in central and upstate New York. I want to talk about tax breaks for small businesses. I want to talk about that stuff. I want to talk about the stuff that affects me. I don't want to talk about how much you hate your opponent. So hopefully this election, you did not back people who are hateful. Because spreading hate in our world isn't going to make it any better. And people need to learn that you can't win that way. And for once, and I know it's probably not the only time. I know God's going to tell me that. But for once in my life, I can honestly say that I saw people not respond to hate and not respond to negativity, and they won. So that spins the annoying moment of the week in a positive direction, which is what we always try to do. The annoying moment of the week is negative campaigning, hateful campaigning, and people who decide to literally turn themselves inside out and become inhumane just to try and win something. Would you want to see that with your students? If you had a prize for your students, would you like to see them bash the hell out of each other to try and win the prize? Would you like to see your children bash the hell out of each other to try and win the love of you? You got to ask people to put things into perspective, right? Would you want to sit at a dinner table with someone who every single day tells you how much they're a better friend to you than your other friend and you shouldn't be friends with that person because they're the better friend and that person's crap and they, you know, I've learned my lesson that when somebody's in someone's life and they're doing something negative and they're trying to hurt them or they're trying to hurt me or they're trying to hurt somebody, you kind of just have to let that person be. You know, I had a friend who had a buddy for five, five, probably longer than five years, but in the time that I knew him, five years. And the kid was all about himself, completely selfish, him-centric. It was all about him all the time, 25-7. And, you know, I sat there and I'm like, this guy doesn't appreciate you. He's not a good friend to you. He's not there for you. You know, but I felt like, why say it? You know, why say it? Why create the problems? I don't want to look like that friend who's vying for more of your friendship and a bigger piece of the pie. So let me cut this person out so that you only have me as a friend. That's not what I want to do. And then five years later, what does the guy tell me? You were right about him all along. He was all about himself. He didn't care about me. He didn't care about anybody else. He just cares about him. You have to let people figure things out on their own. You have to let people find things out as they go. Because being the person who's constantly telling someone, and I've learned my lesson, and I think a lot of us have, to be someone who's constantly saying, this person's bad, this person's bad, this person's bad, it annoys the hell out of people. And the reality is they, they don't do it three times, they do it. This person's bad, 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 this person's bad. Even if that person is bad, it drives somebody nuts to hear that. And so many people in central and upstate New York said that they were so sick and tired of the negative campaigning that we had in our communities this year. They were so over it. It's like, okay, you hate him. But guess what? He's not saying anything about you. And I think the best thing you can do when somebody spreads hate about you is to just keep walking. If you're a good person, the worst thing that you can do to anybody is to continue to be yourself. If you truly are a good person, the worst thing that you can do for people trying to get people to hate you is to be yourself. If you're a bad person, that's going to come out. But if you're a good person and everybody's telling you you're a bad person, if you're good at your job, if you're good in you know good husband, you're a good father, you're you know you're a good you're a good wife, you're a good mother, you're a good sister, good brother. If you're truly a good person, 
continuing to live your life as if all of this outside outside noise isn't happening is going to pay off in the end because people are going to see you for who you are. The people that matter will. The people that matter will. The worst thing you can do to a hater is to just keep being a good person. And because if 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 the people that are being negative, if you stoop down to their level, then people start viewing you both as negative people, and now they don't know, and now it becomes, what's the less of the two evils? And you don't ever want to be the less of the two evils, right? You want to not be any evil. So my best advice to everybody out there this morning is, be a good person. And when people start spreading hate about you, yes, it sucks. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's easier said than done to not think about it and to not let it bother you. But at the end of the day, I truly honestly believe that the people that stay true to their beliefs, stay true to their morals, stay true to their values, stay true to being a good person, stay true to God or whatever you believe in, those people come out on top always. And thank God this time around, I saw really good people go through really hard times and never took up a sword and never cut anybody down. And I'd like to think that that's part of the reason why they won. So congratulations. And from here on out, stop with the negative campaigning. Stop with the hate. I don't watch CNN anymore, and I don't, want, I don't watch Fox anymore. Do you know why? Because I'm so sick and tired of hearing people complain. I'm so sick and tired of one side going, I hate Trump, and I love Trump, and I hate Trump, and I love Trump. I don't want to see it anymore. Because the American people have gotten completely lost in the shift of all this garbage. Who's talking about us? Who's talking about us? I saw a thing allegedly yesterday that in order to start the impeachment process, millions of dollars had to be taken from Social Security in order to pay for it. And it's like, okay, whether you whether you want an impeachment of a president or not, you're taking millions of dollars away from the American people to do something that some people want and some people don't want. And if it doesn't work, are you going to put that money back? No. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's how I feel about politics. <laughs> the American human being has been forgotten in all of this. The morality and the values have been forgotten in all of this. And like I said, I don't care who you vote for. Just vote knowing that that person's going to represent you. So if you vote for someone who's hateful and negative and detestful and constantly berating other people and bullying other people, is that what you want in life? Would you back your son for bullying and beating the hell out of people in high school? Would you back your daughter for spitting on someone on the bus and writing negative stuff on Twitter? If you would, then... God be with your family, because I don't want to be around that. And unfortunately, in the world that we live in today, some people just love a good story. Some people just love drama. It's like we're always watching television. And you forget that there's people's lives that are connected to this. There's a lot of people's lives that are connected to this. And so for me, to see good people win something, finally... Gives me faith that this world isn't completely lost or completely forgotten what matters. So, my annoying moment of the week is, why would you waste money hating somebody else? Why would you waste time hating somebody else? You know, every time somebody's tried to get me to fail, my company has grown exponentially. 
Every time somebody I could have sued for libel or slander, I didn't. They begged me for a response. I didn't give one. Because what would that have done? Working diligently in silence speaks volumes. If there's someone on the street corner screaming how much they hate you and how horrible you are and here's all the reasons why they're horrible and they're spreading all these lies about you and you just keep going about your life, Because what are you going to do? You're going to fight them? You're going to beat the hell out of them? Go to jail? What's that going to do? You're going to write negative things about them? Stoop to their level? What's that going to do? Bullies and people who attack other people in politics or in general, they attack other people because something in here, inside of them, is broken. I have never seen a good person deliberately hurt another person. I've never seen a good person go, I'm going to go ruin this person's life. We might get upset. I've seen really great people get upset and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, nah, nah, nah. but they tell me about it. They tell their friend about it, right? But I don't ever see them go out and actually do anything to hurt anybody. We all have our moments where we're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I'm so sick of this. We all have a breaking point. But the good stay good. Right. So the best thing I can say is I pray for the souls of the people that are negative and I pray for the souls of the people that are positive because I want the positive stay positive and I want the negative to turn to positive. Because if we got a bunch of people running positive campaigns, oh, my God, but but Dan, I might lose if he's positive and I'm positive and we're running against each other. I might lose because then it's going to be about the issues. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Two good people running. Might be 50.9% to 49.1%. Holy crap. Could that be democracy actually working? Because that person smiles really nice and tells the truth, and that person smiles really nice and tells the truth, and that person's positive, and that person's positive, and that person does good things, and that person does good things. Yeah. God forbid you have a bunch of good people trying to represent us. So shout out to the good people that won. And to the people who have won, remember what that means. Remember the weight you carry on your shoulders. Carry it proudly and don't be cocky about it. Be professional about it. Be caring about it. And remember that you're representing us. You're representing us. So we believe in you. Believe in us. And if you promise to help us, then please help us.